Hey, after a week of talking about drawing on resources, we are going to draw on what we've learned from that discussion. That's all coming up on today's episode of, ah, I did it wrong, darn it, let me try, on this edition of today's antidote. Tom likes to harass me about this. So there you go. Hit it, Tom. Stay tuned for today's antidote brought to you by the Renegade Success Network. Today's antidote features a healthy dose of thought-provoking insights and information for business owners, entrepreneurs, leaders, and nonprofit professionals. Each day since March of 2020, this program has offered that one thing to help you continue on your own unique pathway to success. And now, Renegades, we bring you Bob Graham and Tom Brush. Hey, Tom, good morning. Good morning. How are you today, Bob? I am good because something we were working on yesterday, making it more accessible on LinkedIn Live. Yes. Is actually there. LinkedIn Live. It's working better than we had it working. So excellent. We may have people actually taking a look at it there in a new way. Exciting. Maybe a new discovery of the week in addition to whatever yeah. we're going to share today. Wish I'd done a better introduction, but every now and then I get that today's on today's today's antidote messed up. Just. It sounds like you're judging it. I am, with with good reason. (laughs) Can you change it? Not now. I mean, I could have said start over, Tom. You could have. That would have taken a minute or two. Yeah. (laughs) And it is just what's real. That's it. There's something that makes that a little more genuine than searching for that perfection that I know sometimes you like to do. Sometimes. Sometimes. Just occasionally. Always, not sometimes. <laughs> yeah. All right, everyone. Welcome to our daily broadcast and podcast, Today's Antidote, where we are going to continue our conversation that we've been having all week about drawing on resources. And today, like every Friday, we are going to share our discoveries of the week. Um, and before we get to that, though, we are going to do what we do every morning and start with our celebrations. What are we celebrating today, Bob? Tom, I am celebrating the fact that the sun is out. Yesterday, I was doing a fair amount of driving in some pretty bad weather. And there was a point yesterday where I was convinced that the sun may never come out again. (laughs) It was bad. There was a lot of standing water last night. And I got up this morning and looked outside and the sun is shining. The ground is starting to get dry again. And it looks like flowers are starting to come out in the Baltimore area. Very exciting. So spring is springing. Excellent. It's good to hear. Finally. How about you? Well, I'm going to celebrate something. It's a little odd, I think. Okay, good. What's that? It's Friday. It is Friday. So I think I mentioned earlier, I think I shared last Friday, my celebration was that I had submitted a proposal. Yes. For an RFP. An RFP requested for an organization that I've done a bunch of work with. I know a lot of people with facilitate discussions and help people develop a strategic plan. Yes. Yep. And even to the point of I was on a call about something completely separate with some people from that organization. And someone actually said, because I shared a thought and idea about a project we were trying to work on. And they were like, you know, I just love listening to what you have to say, because I always find it really intriguing and fascinating. 
And I was like, well, that's, that's a nice thing to say. And so with all of that background, I did, I found out yesterday I did not get selected uh, for the, on the RFP. And I'm actually celebrating the fact that I'm okay with that. That yes, would it have been great to have gotten it? It was a good project. Uh, it would have given me a lot of work for, for over the next couple of months. And at the same time, that's okay. I did the best I could with what I knew and what I do. And I think that I have done the best I can for that organization, that they value that. And I still don't control the outcome of what could happen. And so while I am a little disappointed because it would have been a fun project to do, I'm also saying that there's something else out there for me. And this is opening up space to allow me to do something else that maybe just I haven't discovered yet. So I'm going to celebrate that. But I took the action and I am I am okay with the results. I think that's great. I think it's a great model for um, dealing with things that might be disappointing. You know, hey, I, I did the best I could. Here it is. It didn't work out. And that means that something else maybe better is coming along. Yeah. And who knows? And I know for me, usually that's what happens. When things don't work out within a month or a week, something bigger comes along. And it's like, ooh, I couldn't have cleared space for this had I not had this thing fall through. Sure. So I love that. Thanks. How what are we sharing? That, how would you put that in a more global celebration? Because we should celebrate. Everyone needs to deal with that. Is it? I think it goes be? back to celebrating the actions that we take, okay. knowing that we have no control on the results. So then that should be that... our renegade celebration today. Celebrating okay. the actions we take. Just the actions, not the results, not the outcomes. Just I did this thing. Yes, I, I would agree. I like that. I mean, I just think it's something that's valuable to not ride the wave of all those things you can't control. And I had no control. Once I hit submit, I had no control. And, you know, and I asked for some feedback from the person and they said they just had someone who had a little more laid out plan, which is not the way I roll. And so that's OK. If that's what they were looking for. That was not what I was going to provide. Um, was kind of like, here's, here's my, with, before I even dive into the project, here's my thoughts on what the organization should consider. So, uh, that, that would not have been the direction I would ever have taken it. And so I'm okay with the fact that it didn't work out. So I think that's it is that again, we don't, when we don't control the results, yes, we can be disappointed and I am a little disappointed. And at the same time, I realized I couldn't control it. And so it's a great opportunity to move forward. Is that global enough? It is. I'm sorry, I got distracted. That someone sent me a message and I was, yeah. You stopped paying attention to what I was saying? No, I was. I was. I just, it was just an unexpected message about what we were talking about before the show. Fair enough. Okay. So, Mr. Brush, it's Friday. You know this is my favorite day of the week because we're going to talk about our discoveries of the week. I like how we wrap it in a bow, how we take the various days that we walk through something. And today we sort of culminate it with a, I had this big discovery or this is something I wasn't expecting. And for me, I think the big thing, if I can jump right into it, is the whole idea that we use the word draw. And that that means we have to pull those resources at us. 
And I think I've talked to a couple people in various situations this week, just in normal situations. And I was listening to the wording and they're like, I wish I knew this. I wish someone had told me this. I wish I had better planned for this. And all those things are asking for an outside force to have intervened. And what struck me this week is we're talking about drawing on resources, pulling them towards us, making the effort to bring them to us in a way that helps us achieve our goals. Because here's the thing, Tom, you know me really well. You don't know all my goals. You know a lot of them. But most of the people we interact with in the day, they don't know what we're trying to achieve. They don't know what we're stuck on. They don't know what that little piece of information they hold is that we could use. So drawing on resources to me is really about talking to other people about what we're doing and not doing it in a, hey, I need to take five minutes and tell you how great I am and I'm awesome and this is what I'm doing and I'm going to be this, 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 but more, you know, you talking to someone in the next week week or two with that organization saying, hey, I'm really curious, this other proposal, how did it shake up? You know, how did it come out? What did it look like? Is there a way that I might be able to see it down the road? I don't want to replicate it. I'm just curious about how they put it together. Doesn't mean you have to change how you do things, but it would be additional knowledge, experience, and perspective that would color what you do going forward. And that would be you soliciting it. They're not going to call you up ever and go, hey, Tom, you came in a close second on this thing. We really appreciate it. Um, We want to send you the first place proposal. So next year you can beat them. That's never going to happen. But I think a lot of us are waiting for that kind of, for one of a better phrase, divine intervention, when we could solicit it, or you could go to 10 other organizations that similar RFPs and say, hey, I'm just curious, can you share with me some models that you really liked? You know, I, when, when I was teaching college, you never taught a course the first time with your own syllabus. You always use someone else's who had used the textbook, had gone through a sequence, and you would model yours after that, or you'd follow it completely. And then the second semester you taught the course, you'd change it a bit. The third semester, you'd change it some more. And by three, four semesters in, it had become your syllabus. But we didn't, I would always draw on those resources because they've already done a lot of the hard work. And I think we make things harder for ourselves so often. What do you think about all that, Tom? I, I like it. I mean, I think it's uh, I think that there is something about and when you talked about drawing it out. Um, it is an interesting choice because I think there is the opportunity for them to share it. And I know we're going to talk about that. I forget if that's next week or the following week. Um, I think it's two weeks out. And I heard something yesterday. I, I'm kind of sitting in on this workshop. Um, that's for like people helping build courses and coach people. And, and one of the things that people said is the the leader said was something about like sharing accountability with your best friend is that, and I think there's something to that that relates to this is that, you know, when you do that, someone that you really care about knows what's going on. Like we have a person in our renegade success network who knows that one of the things I'm trying to accomplish is writing a book. And so I don't have to draw on any resources he has, one of that being accountability. He is actually, because he is aware of it, is actually sharing it 
sharing his resource of holding me accountable to it because he's aware of it. And I think so often, you know, when you were talking about the person saying, I wish I knew that, I wish I knew that. Well, not everybody knew or would have known, could have known that that's what they were wishing for. You know, that they may have just thought that, well, he doesn't really want to know about this because it's not, you know, he's worried or they're worried about a million other things. And so we limit the opportunities we have to draw to, because we are almost required most times to draw on people's resources rather than the more that we share what we want to do or our insecurities or things that we don't know, they will then start to share them with us. And I think that that's, you know, it goes back a little bit to the crazy thing I talked about, um, you know, because we started the week, at least I did, talking about my dad and driving mm -hmm. and how like the number of times that we would be kind of lost and he would confidently say, no, nah, I, I think we, I know where I'm going. And my mom would be sitting rolling her eyes in the other seat. And, and how I said that, you know, wouldn't it be great if there were gas stations or restaurants that advertise directions available here again, back then before cell phones and GPSs and what they would be then doing is saying, hey, we have this resource. We have people who know the area. We're happy to provide you with directions and information. And then we could know, well, that is a place that I can go and they are going to freely share. They are willing to have people like me walk in and say, I don't really know what's going on. Can you help? And I think sometimes that's the challenge is we don't know who to turn to, to draw upon those resources or that might be willing to. And I think, you know, that's one of the biggest challenges that leaders and entrepreneurs and small business owners have is they don't have that person. So they don't know who they can go to to draw on the resources. And so they end up stuck trying to do it themselves and not being able to figure out, well, where would I even start? And we talked a little bit about that on Wednesday. So about where to look. And I think that's one of those episodes that uh, I think it's 350. Three. No, 553. 553, sorry, thank you. Um, that you might want to go back and listen to about where to look. And I and I just think that it's it's fascinating that the more people know that we are, want to look for them, want to on others to share them with them, that we are trying to draw on that, the more they will share. I was catching up with a friend yesterday. I haven't talked to him in probably three months, and we were just going through what are you doing with business? What are you doing? And I shared with him something that I was trying to accomplish. And he said, I've got two guys you've got to talk to. I'll connect you this afternoon. This is a person who I never would have imagined had any understanding, appreciation, knowledge, or expertise in that field, much less knew someone. And he, sa he said, oh, I'm so glad we talked because I really would have, these are the right guys for you to talk to. And I think that's available. I think the more we're open to people about what we're doing, not, you know, I, I want to be a bajillionaire, but hey, this is my next thing. I'm trying to write a book. The reason Brian, who's in the Renegade Success Network, keeps, you know, keeps pushing you about the book is because you shared with us probably, I don't know, five, six months ago that you really wanted to get done this year. You were very passionate about this is a real driving force that I'm committed to. And Brian took that to heart and said, how can I, what's the resource I have? I haven't written a book. I'm not an editor. I can support him in this way. Mm -hmm. 
And I think that's what's available to us, but only if we're open with people about what we're really trying to accomplish and also what we don't know. You know, when I was talking to my friend yesterday, I was just going through, here's what I'm trying to do. This is one of the things that's kind of caught me in the last week or two. You got to talk to these two guys. If you talk to both of them by Friday, Monday morning, you'll be rocking and rolling. And I was honest with him. This is where I'm stuck. And he didn't say, how dare you? How can you possibly be in business if you don't know these things? You were such a knucklehead. You're an embarrassment. Hang up immediately. He actually said, I really appreciate the opportunity to help you. You've helped me a million times. It's great that I can help you back. I don't recall helping him a million times. Literally. And you and I, how many times have we helped each other? Thousands upon thousands. I don't keep score. I know you don't. But it's just, Tom, here's something I'm trying to figure out. What are your thoughts? Or here's a presentation. It's just not quite where I want it to be. Can you help me see if there's something I'm missing that maybe you can bring to it? That's the open and honesty that I think we, we lack to draw on resources. We have to be willing to share what we where we have the gaps. And as a leader, that's hard because I, I don't know where it gets embedded in our head. But as a leader, you have to know all the answers. It's just, you know... I don't think George Washington knew all the answers. I really don't. I think I'm he ready. drew the team in and said, guys, put the map on the table. Let's get our powdered wigs and let's talk through this issue and figure out what we need to do. I think the perception we have of leaders is they know all the answers and they're infallible. And I just think sure. that's the first thing we have to dispel. The best leaders I know, when I've been the best leader, it's when I've brought people together to figure out the best solution with diverse expertise. Oh, you know, I was at another job, we did this. Oh, you know, my friend was telling me how this company did this. And someone I talked to a couple of days ago was talking about supply chain issues. Mm. And he said that he just happened to be out for a drink with a friend of his and the, they were talking about supply chain stuff. And the guy who was sitting behind him, heard the discussion and came over and said, we were wrestling with the same problem two weeks ago. This is what you need to do. And the guy's like, come on. Buys the guy a drink. They talk a little more. Turns out the two of them are now thick as thieves solving supply chains because they each know different facets of the supply chain. And together, they're not, comp they're not in you know, competing industries. They're in completely separate industries. They were able to achieve a result for each other that they couldn't have alone. No doubt. I mean, and I think it's be the willingness to understand that. You know, we talked yesterday about being clueless, worrying that you're going to seem clueless. And I think I shared at the end of the episode about, you know, you're likely either way, you're going to seem clueless. If you if you share something that, without really knowing what it is, just because you don't want to look clueless, there's a pretty good chance. I, I shared a story on LinkedIn yesterday about uh, we were doing college visits and we went to this pretty prestigious college to visit and do a campus tour and do the information session. And so the person stand up there. Now they shared at the beginning that they were fairly new. You know, they had just started this week or whatever, which was a great way to say, Hey, look, I'm not going to have all the answers. So we were like, okay, fine. We'll just take what we need and, and go from there until we got to the Q and a section. And someone from across the country asked a question about, you know, like restaurants in the community. 
And the person, rather than going back to, you know, I'm fairly new and I don't necessarily have that information and I can go get it for you. <clears throat> and I'll get somebody who does and bring them over and have a chance for them to share more with you or for any of you who have that same concern. Instead, because I think they were trying to, again, impress that they knew what was going on. Their response was, and this is in no means a, a, a slap to this or this restaurant, because I like the restaurant. They were like, well, yes, there's a Chipotle um, about 30 minutes, and they named the town, that was about 30 minutes away. And I think everybody in the audience was like, I'm not really sure that's what they were talking about. <clears throat> and so they kind of lost a little of that credibility and again, kind of looked clueless, which I think was a bad representation on the university. And it was a small little thing, but it just reminded me of how, rather than saying they didn't really know, which would have been, and maybe at the time people being like, well, why are they, why are they giving this presentation if they don't really know, even though they had set it up saying they're fairly new. They chose the other route, route was to try to have the all the answers. And I think it backfired on them. So they and you know, in the end, the result was that was the lasting memory of that was like, oh yeah, the best restaurants in this community are 30 miles away and it's a fast food chain. And so I just think, you know, it's one of those things that if we if we are willing to say, I don't know. And I will get you the information. It does two really good things. One, it just is a reminder of this is what the truth is. Now that I don't have all the answers and I'm going to go on it because I know I can figure out who does. And that figuring out who does and following up provides a great reason for us to go back to the person to continue to grow the relationship, either because we've supplied them with the information they were looking for, or we've connected them like your friend did to somebody right. else who could really make a difference in what they're trying to accomplish. And then, and you do that. And while initially they might've been like, well, this person doesn't really know what they're doing. When you come back with all that other information, that's really helpful. They're like, that's the person that I need to stay connected to. And I appreciate the fact that they didn't just send me down some rabbit hole driving 30 miles to go to Chipotle because that was the best option for a meal. Right they found a solution or they found some other information that was actually going to be helpful as I was trying to get an answer to something. Yeah, I think people gravitate to those people that have answers or know where to find answers. I know I get calls all the time from people, hey, you seem to always know where I should look for these things. Can you tell me how to find this thing at the library, how to find this on the internet, how to I'm looking for someone who does this very specific thing. It's like, well, if I were going to do that, I'd call this person and just ask them. And they go, oh, that's a great idea. I wouldn't have thought to do that. That can be really powerful. Unbelievably powerful. Because again, we are not giving them, you know, think about leaders who just give an answer off, you know, right. off the cuff because they want to look like they have all the answers. Well, at some point, the team members stop going to them because they aren't giving them information that's helpful. They're just they just wanting to look like they're not clueless. And yep. in the end, they the more times you do that, the more times you actually do end up looking like you're clueless. Or you actually, people believe that you are, because why would you send us down this pathway that is not helpful 
just to make yourself seem like a strong leader that has all the answers. Yes. All right. Well, this has been a great episode. So, Bob, what's your one thing? We don't have a one thing on the discoveries. I mean, sorry, what's your discovery of the week? Is there one uh, something? I think my discovery of the week is really focused on that word drawing. We've got to draw those resources in. They won't come. They won't magically come to us. If you're trying to figure out how to do that RFP differently next time, you're going to have to seek information. Mm -hmm. The RFP fairy is not going to drop onto your bed in the middle of the night and bestow you with the perfect information. I think we often think that that's what it's supposed to be. Or we'll figure it out. Right. Right. Yeah. That's a big one. Yeah. Well, and I think I would go back to your point, too, I think, as, as my big discovery of the week is that if others don't know that we are trying to do something, we are going to have to spend all our time trying to draw it out rather than them having them come to us to share the resources that they do have in a way that can be helpful for what oh, we're I like to that. Nice. nice. All right, everyone. Well, thanks so much for being a part of our episode today. If you have a discovery of the week that you would like to share, please feel free to put it in the comments. You can also go to our Ring of Renegades Facebook group where every Friday there is a post that just offers you to share your discoveries of the week. It can be around our topic, drawing drawing resources, or it can be about something else you discovered this week that you think Gene, could be really oh, helpful. I'm, I was going to say, Gene Bourne of Born to Travel uses it every week, and I'm, I love seeing what she's discovered each week. Absolutely. It inspires me to dig deeper into what I've discovered. And I think it's a great way to wrap up your week. You know, it's not just another week. It's like a week where hmm, this is one thing that I learned. And, you know, and then how do I then continue to keep that in my resources? Um, and I love the fact that that she's willing to share so that other people can add that to their resources without having to try to draw it out and figure out that Gene might be the person that has that solution. So, so please feel free to join us inside our Ring of Renegades Facebook group or uh, we'll, we'll see you Monday morning, 8 a.m. Eastern time for our next edition of today's antidote. Have a great day, everyone. Hey, embrace the renegading you and draw a resource out. Tell someone what you're trying to accomplish. Admit to them why you're stuck on something or what you're stuck on and see what happens. I'm almost going to guarantee by Monday morning, you'll have new clarity. I like that. All right. And... Don't judge it on the results. Celebrate that you took the action to try to draw out those resources, knowing that you can't control always the results that you got. It's a great way to start looking at things. It's a little different. All right, everyone. Have a great rest of your day and a great weekend. We'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to today's Antidote, powered by the Renegade Success Network. The Renegade Success Network helps you confidently create your own unique pathway to success. To learn more about the Renegade Success Network and how you can take your next step, follow us on Twitter, connect on LinkedIn, or join the Ring of Renegades Facebook group. For full details on how you can join our community, go to renegadesuccessnetwork.com. Embrace the renegade in you.